Well, hello and welcome to the Profit Express. I'm Tim Healy and I'm inviting you to join me each and every Wednesday so you can be prepared to win the battle for business. That's right. Thanks for being on board today. And of course, a big shout out and thank you to our good friends and sponsors at Corbett Public Relations, where they've been promoting and protecting businesses and brands for over 30 years. So listen, do yourself a favor, visit Bill and his team at CorbettPR.com. That's C-O-R-B-E-T-T-P-R.com. Welcome aboard, everybody. Now, today I want to talk about two of my favorite topics. The first one is improv comedy, and the next one is bad customer service. That's right. Now, you might be thinking, how do those two intersect? Well, bad customer service, which is something that we're all too familiar with as consumers, because quite frankly, customer service, in my opinion, is in the toilet nowadays. But bad customer service can learn an awful lot from improv comedy. Now, improv comedy was something that I got involved with a number of years ago. I did some research and I found out that you can learn an awful lot on how to be a better communicator through improv comedy. So I signed up for an improv comedy class, not to learn how to be funny or become a comedian, but again, to be a better communicator. Now, again, my life as a sales professional, sales coach, and a podcast host, I said, you know what? I could probably learn a lot. And that's how I came in contact with today's guest. And if you're a fan of the show, you know him. He's Scott Baker. He is our resident funny man. He's our improv comedic genius. And the lessons I learned from Scott's class, and this goes back, I don't even know how many years ago, they are lessons that I use to this day. Now, how does it relate again to customer service, or should I say bad customer service? Because at the root of all bad customer service are people who don't listen, are people who interrupt, they talk over. That's what makes a bad customer service experience. So... If you're the business owner, if you're the sales pro, customer service is a part of what you're doing each and every day. And I know for a fact that improv comedy and what this chucklehead can share with you, and I say that fondly, uh, can have a big, huge impact from taking maybe bad or okay customer service to wow customer service. So that's what we're going to tackle today. And it's a pleasure to welcome back on the show, I don't know how many episodes this is, Mr. Scott Baker. How are you today, buddy? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. You were saying something about, <laughs> I'm, I just wasn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, 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 you just weren't communicating effectively. It's like, something okay. about you were gibberish. I don't, on, yeah. on, the, on the cue card here, uh, point number two is listening. Oh, okay. yeah, now very, I get it. Gotcha, and you're not interrupting. Yeah. Very I understand. Right. Yes, yes, no. I wasn't interrupting. Over. No. Yeah, no, yeah. no. no. <laughs> But uh, actually, all kidding aside, I've missed you. (laughs) (laughs) COVID kind of knocked all the things out of the box for a while, but now we're back. Listen, the last time you were on the show, you were actually remote. Yeah. Uh, We did a call in, a funny bit there. We had you blindfolded. Yes, the business icon. A very popular bit, you know. Yeah, I got to watch that again. You said the Ray Kroc one was a good one, right? Yeah, I got to watch that again. At at, at the Profit Express on Instagram. So, all right, so let, let, let me get serious for a moment, even though I've got you on here. I took your class, I, I think it was, honestly, it was about a decade ago. Uh, yeah, about that, right. Maybe I would that say, ten, sure. Ten, eight, ten years ago. Right. I think it was in Smithtown, right, or no? I, it, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. And I just knew, because I, I think I read a book on it or just, you know, becoming more familiar with improv comedy, what you can learn. You know, it's about, you know, I'm not telling you, obviously, but just becoming a better communicator. I knew it helped me. And it, and it did. 
and I rip you off all the time with my clients and yeah. I, I take all your great material. But so now the two favorite topics, improv comedy and bad customer service. So let me, let me share this with you. You'll appreciate this. My wife knows immediately when I've had a bad customer service experience, I'll come home and I'll say, babe, you're never going to guess what happened. And she's like, okay, what customer service person pissed you off this time? <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Because look, if there's 10 experiences, I, I want to get your thought. 10 experiences, wh whatever, it's, it's, it's a bank, it's a dealership, whatever. I think five or six are anywhere from okay to bad to infuriating. You have a couple of them that are, oh, they're okay, nothing to write home about. And you might have one or two really good ones. And I, I think they're just missing the mark. And I, I think it's gotten... What's your opinion? I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could not agree more. Yeah. I think, I don't know if the youth of today can really appreciate because they now, everything's an email and everything is automated. Yeah. But if you're old enough to remember, people actually answered the phone, you know, in our day. Oh, yeah. You know, and we've gone away from that mm -hmm. or it's outsourced. Right. And now it's all reading from a script. People, and I use this line all the time, I'm sure you do too, yeah. people are listening to reply. They're not listening to understand. And there's nothing more infuriating when you speak to somebody and they're reading the script. I have it almost on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And it'll make you, if you're at the position where you can go somewhere else and you're cognizant of this pet peeve, mm -hmm. they've lost me as a customer. There are some places you can't go somewhere else. If you're calling a lighting company, you know, here in Long Island, it's LIPA. Right. I think I can get my electric from somewhere else. Right. So the bad customer service, not much I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can go to another car dealership if I go to Jeep mm -hmm. and I want to buy a Jeep and again, not good customer service, I can buy my Jeep from somewhere right. else. Right. Because I mean, I, if, unless you, if you're not pressed for a car, right. you can wait a week or something and you get another deal because customer service to me, many companies are parallel mm -hmm. and customer service makes them or breaks them. Doctor's offices are known for this. Oh God. Right? You try to go to a doctor's office, Horrible. get through the front desk, get to the doctor themselves, treating you in a con treating you in a condescending manner mm -hmm. as if, well, see that degree on the wall? You know nothing, I know everything. You're not listening to right. me. You're, you're you're reading a lab result, you're not treating the patient. And you go on and on many, many different ways. So Wait, customer me, service is so important. Interrupt. Let me go back. You you said something where and, and this just boils my blood, where the, the people, the customer service person, you know, the person at the counter, they are not listening to understand. They're yeah, listening to, to reply. reply. Yeah. And I, it's just, it, it's so funny. I, I actually, so here's an experience that happened uh, like a month ago at a bank. Okay. They had a new security procedure, right? Because obviously, you know, there's a lot of fraud and a lot, mm -hmm. you know, banks are always, you know, improving and tightening it up. Okay. So they had this thing instead where you give the license for ID, you have the debit card and a pin. Okay, fine. So the bank changed it. This is their procedure, right? And I always go through the drive-through, right? And I was going through their procedure, and he, the guy's asking me questions. He's getting it wrong, and he's well, what? Do you have a password? Do you have this? I'm like, wait, what are you doing? I he had me totally confused. Long and short of it. Which is pretty easy to do for you. Uh, yeah. Not much. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, not exactly. That, no, they're not the brightest end of the scale here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a podcast. This is what I'm saying. I do some sales <laughs> stuff on this side, you know? Um, I mean, it's not like I'm a comedian. No, You can shoot for higher aspirations, but let's let's baby step this I, I can step. dream. Yeah. I, I, I can dream, Scott. <laughs> but uh, And you're still my mom's favorite guest <laughs> yeah, on the I show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's a great lady. And so I, I go to this bank. 
And I'm, I'm asking the, the teller a question in the drive-thru. Literally halfway through my sentence, he doesn't say, hold on. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll get a manager, whatever. He walks away. And I, I'm in the drive-thru. And there's nobody there. He walks away. So I'm, now I'm pissed. Right, my blood mm -hmm. is boiling. Park the car, go into the branch, and he's out front talking to a manager, right? We're trying to, you know, hash this whole thing out. And I'm talking. He talks over me. I see the manager getting embarrassed, and he walks away a second time. Yeah. I've closed accounts. I'm, I'm probably not allowed to say the, the banks on the shot, whatever. <laughs> but I've closed an account with a bank yeah. for doing that. Right. And the guy wants it was a substantial amount. You know, sure. in the account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the manager's, can I ask you why? I said, yeah, because I don't like your customer service. And right. I pointed to the person. I said, that's the person right. why I'm leaving. Well, yeah. can I make it right? I said, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think you can because now yeah. every time I come in, I'm going to have to deal with this situation. Mm -hmm. And it was all because the person was not listening mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. me. And it was the person that, uh, at that point in time, it had to do with wills and estates yeah. and stuff like that. Right. And the you wouldn't believe she's actually telling me she goes, in all my years I've never seen it done this way I go well you're 27 so I don't know what all your years <laughs> adds up to you know so what do you got three you know I mean I got socks older than you lady all right so that's number one number two you're not an attorney so in all right. my years I've never seen if right. an attorney gave me the document and tells me this is the way it uh, it should be right maybe you want to check with legal instead of just telling me right. your two cents right. how about sir I'm not uh, company, let me just do me a favor. Let me just check with legal, make sure if this is okay. I would be fine, of course. Yeah. Don't talk condescendingly to me. Don't talk as if you the That's attorney. That's one I hate, the condescension. Yeah. Ugh. So if I got to go through this with you, you know, listen, I'm you, you, a lot of companies forget. I'm the customer. Right. I'm not putting you out of business. Right. Okay? But it still is my dollar. There are certain companies I so, certain just will not deal with. Right. right. It's my dollar. For me, at this stage of my game, I'm not putting you out of business, nor am I looking to. I'm right. just not going to give you my dollar. Right. You know, that's it. You know? All right. So here's something interesting. So you, you talk about the generational. You know, so if you have somebody, you know, uh, the, the millennial, a uh, uh, Gen Z, okay? You know, they're in their 20s, more or less. And I do, to, to, just to add to that yeah, thought, I don't want to dogpile on the rabbit with younger people. There are a lot of younger people that are fantastic. They just haven't been taught. Doesn't mean because they don't want to. Doesn't mean they're not bright. Mm -hmm. It's just the way society has evolved. Right. The schools, the the, the, the teaching devices, social media. Right, right. Yeah. It, it hasn't stressed listening as a skill. So it's not that they're not bright enough to understand it. They just haven't had to do it. So no, no, yeah. You know, you're right, and and I've crapped on millennials quite a bit, and I've I've written blog articles crapping on millennials, um, and one of them was called "Pick up the damn phone," you know, because again they don't communicate right. God forbid on the phone because texting should not be should not be your form of communication. It should be your form of, right. of checking in and right. updating, but it should not be your primary source of, of right. communication. Um, and you know what I'm realizing on this? This is becoming a cathartic interview, Scott. Um, I'm realizing <laughs> I have quite a few. Hold on a second, <laughs> cathartic. <laughs> Try to keep it one syllable. I'm, to I'm a, sorry. Two at the sorry. most here, okay? It's, so. it's yeah, it's it's therapeutic. Let's say that one I, I'm familiar you, with. You, you've heard that one before. Because for therapy, sure. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Of which you are cathartic. I'm thinking like I got a heart attack with a catheter. No. Or yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> cardiologist. Cathartic. I'm dead. You're close. Catatonic. You're, close. You're right there. I'm right. Something to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
think it's um, a minor league hockey team, the Cathodics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll I'll, yeah. dumb, I'll slow this one down for you. So the, I forgot what the hell I was saying. <laughs> well, see, so, you're not paying attention. <laughs> you got to listen, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So what, what I'm realizing in this interview here today is... That you should never have a comedian on again. Yeah, that's <laughs> note to self. The last time for this Baker guy, he's done. <laughs> he is done. Um, no, I have a, a lot of um, uh, issues that boil my blood. I'm getting pissed off about a lot of things. And my poor, again, my poor wife, she has to hear my wrath. And it's funny because, oh, here's another one. You go to a store, it's less now, but they still, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I buy, uh, I mean, we did a show on this, underwear. Remember boxer briefs for us regular briefs? We oh, did yeah, that yeah, one yeah, a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago. That's why I stopped wearing either one. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> no, commando's good on you. And um, I, I, I bought underwear at, Gap at the Gap, and my son was with me. This is two years, so he's like 12, 13 years old at the time. And the person, I have, I don't know, say four or five pairs of uh, right. underwear. And the person says, Would you like a bag with this? Because you know the whole nickel thing. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. Okay. And I said, No, no, I, I'll take my underwear in my hand and walk across the, the parking lot. And my son gets embarrassed. He's like, Oh, dad, what are you doing? You can't be doing this. I'm like, Why would you ask such a question? You, you know? And <clears throat> And again, these rants, you know, and maybe it's it's because I'm getting older in front of your eyes right here, and I'm realizing I'm just getting yeah. pissed off at the world. <laughs> and be. I've become an old could be because that's because that's because that's a normal question to me. I mean, you know, I got underwear, I got to charge you a nickel for it. Some people, because she may have an experience on the other end, going, I, 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 it's a nickel, and people freak out for a right. nickel. Well, you, you know, that it's when possible. that first thing happened, the whole nickel, people would take yeah all their crap in a bag at the principal. I'm not going to pay a nickel for a bag, and they'd have eggs and cheese and, and ice, right? Which was and, hard. Yeah. <laughs> you should have ice in a bag. Exactly. One cube at a time. They're right. taking out Very for the save the nickel. Yeah. But um, all right. So <clears throat> you, you you said something that was important, believe it or not, and it's like you don't want to pile drive in uh, on on millennials because it's it's not an intellect thing. They're certainly you know just as smart. It's really you know how communication happens, you know, in, you know, the 21st century and 20. Yeah, they haven't been taught proper social skills. I mean, I go right. into schools and I teach this and, right. and again, you know, we, it's good and bad in every profession, right? You know, if there's with the schools in particular, if there are good administrators, they want to get the proper material to help their students. Right. And then there are administrators who go, we need to fill a space. I don't care. Right. It all depends. But the ones that do care, they're mm -hmm. like, yeah, communication is, the biggest thing that's going on with the, the kids today, right. they're not learning how to communicate. Right. And they get stressed out at the, at the smallest things. Everything's yeah. this big thing. Right, right, right. And uh, Overblown. Yeah. Oh, totally overblown. Yeah. You know, whenever I, and it happens to all of us, I always go back to, uh, to Anne Frank. And I say, if a 12-year-old kid can be up in an attic for two years with several families hiding from the Nazis and still have a good outlook, maybe my refrigerator breaking for the day is not the biggest problem in the world. You know what I mean? So I go always Look bring at you it back to that. deep and heavy on the Profit Express here, man. Once in a while, I read, a, I get a good, reference. I get a good fortune cookie, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it. No, but the, all right, but that's, that's true a, though. And these and, and these millennials, of these kids, they they don't. Everything's a because social media gives them a false sense that everybody else having a better life than you. Right. So oh my god, if I don't have this, what is everyone going to think? And what, right. Put the phones down. Just put them down. Learn how to communicate. Talk to people instead of texting. Right. You know, I remember my daughter, she used to have sleepovers. And I'd look over the banister 
and in the morning, mm-hmm. and all the kids, you know, from the soccer team be sitting there, and they're all texting, they're laughing, oh, look at this, oh, look at it. There's, right. there's, there's 10 of you in a room. Right. Talk. Right. right. It's in the same room at the same, same room. Time. And they're all texting on the phone. Like, right. It was a big problem. Yeah. You know? It drives me nuts. She jumped me up a wall. My, my son, I pick him up. He, he takes a training, you know, uh, from high school. I pick him up at the train station at the end of the day. And the, the ride from the train station to the house is maybe 10 minutes. Right. And I know he was on the phone the whole train ride from high school. Right. Right. So it, an hour, 45 minutes, he was on his phone. Right. Okay. Then he gets in the car, whips out the phone. I said, put the phone away. Oh, I'm just this. I'm just, no, no, no. Just from here. For 10 minutes. Right, to home. And I'm trying to build those habits. Um, because I'm worried. Even with my son, I could see it. You're right to be worried. Because it's something that is small, like what's the big deal? Oh, no, no. But it's not what's the big deal. It really is a big problem. Yeah. It really is. I, I think it's even things with eye contact. It's, 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 I've noticed it. I have a, a niece who has an issue with it. Okay. She's 29, smart kid, accomplished kid. She has a great career, a problem with eye contact, speaking too quickly. My son also has that. And it hurts businesses. It hurts yeah. interpersonal communications. It hurts their interpersonal uh, relationships. Yeah. But if you're a business person, I don't know. I basically fork my money over to mm-hmm. people with a smile. Right. Right. Good customer service who understands what you're saying. Right. To me, these are the most important things because so many things you're buying the person. Mm-hmm. You're not buying the company. I get my coffee anywhere. Right. You know, but if I go in and you're an idiot. You still drinking that Dunkin' Donuts stuff? No, actually, I make my own coffee at home now. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dunkin' okay. Donuts. Don't put down Dunkin' Donuts. It saved me a lot of time, a lot of money. Uh, not a lot of money, actually. Well, it cost not, me a lot of money now. No, but it was, it was my this. therapeutic there when I was a cop. So, oh, okay. And I own it. Okay. I own that All I was right. addicted to Dunkin' Donuts okay, for a while. Okay, so you had a problem, but oh. you've, you've overcome. Unless you find me another place open at three in the morning. <laughs> so, <clears throat> oh, I love these great cups. You like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I gave you your own as, as a guest. That, that and I, I just want everyone to know I brought this cup here tonight. Yes. Because I didn't know he was going to have these cups. From his own home stash, he, he yeah. brought it here. And show you how bright I am. I don't know if you can, can they see these cups on the street? I don't know. They no, can, they right? Can, they can so, see yeah. right here. Yeah. So, all right, so I didn't know. I didn't see this, this plastic thing here. The little riser. I didn't see the riser. So I just thought he had bigger cups and he gave me this garbage smaller cup no, they're all so i started right. complaining I go, why do i get the shorter cup right that's how sm- you hollywood types yeah. you know you performers you're all <laughs> I uppity, I uppity. from my angle i couldn't see the riser <laughs> yeah, i right. was insulted i thought you gave other people bigger cups good calm I'm okay down. now calm I'm okay down. now all right so you mentioned so i'm i'm bitching and moaning about all the bad customer service experiences i had the guy at the bank and i could go on and on and yeah. on but so but then again there's the good ones and here's here's the, the thing about the good ones Today, I really believe that a good one has more value than it did 20 years ago. Without a doubt. You know what I mean? To me. Right. Because I think they're less frequent, so I think they stand out more. Yeah. So my wife and I were, bu- were buying furniture, right? We, we ordered a, a sofa and, and, a, and a chair. And the salesperson, because it was a good experience, Ethan Al, the salesperson was this woman, Sarah, all right? a, a younger woman. Okay, I don't know, maybe thirty, right? And so here, here's you're gonna appreciate this. So my wife, Carrie Levy Dealihan, not great at making decisions. It's not her her superpower, right? So we're going on Sundays, and this is during football season. Okay, and my Jets suck, so it didn't matter either. You really yeah. missed a lot on that. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you know, but yeah, so we would go there. And so we're there like 
three visits back and forth to this store. Swatches, fabrics, swatches, fabrics. She just, it's a hard, she has a hard time making decisions. And Sarah, the salesperson, she was so patient. And she, you know, she did a great job. And you'll, you'll appreciate this. She read me. Because I would come there and I would get hungry after a while. Because we'd be there for like at least an hour, hour right. and a half looking at crap, right? And then like I'm getting hungry and I get hungry, I get cranky, right? And I'm not painting a very good picture of myself today. Thank so God I'm not married to you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're really, a saint. <laughs> absolutely. So, but, but the salesperson. Now you know why Magnus is on the phone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to get away from yeah, me. Yeah, say, I don't want to talk to my dad. <laughs> so so she, she would know that I was getting cranky. Then Carrie would say, what, are you hungry? The salesperson went to the back. They had like a, a little crackers and, and candies. She bought them out for me. Something that small. Right. You bond right away. Boom. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And then we started talking. She bowls with her husband. That's her little thing. She And she knew my son's name because one of those visits, she came. we came with Magnus. The next visit, we didn't. So she she took a note. Again, good sales, good technique, good listening. She's like, how's Magnus doing today? Bam. Boom. It's so hard to say no to somebody when they've kind of like befriended you. Yeah. It really is right. to say we're going to go somewhere else unless it's a major deal. Mm. Go back to the car dealership. I bought from the car dealer. Right. Not the car. Yeah, the car is great. You can get a Jeep anywhere. Right. You yeah. know, lots, I mean, lots of choices. Yeah, lots of choices. So this right. one's got 26,000. That one's got 23,000 miles. Right, right. Right. Yeah, you want to be a stickler if that's your thing, whatever. Yeah. You know, in the long run, it's not going to matter. But trusting the kid that sold it to me instead of the other one who didn't listen. Mm. And I originally bought it from the other dealer uh, years ago. And I said, you know what? You got my business. Something happened in between. I tried to rectify it. Now I got calls back. I treated poorly. Right. I went to the other dealership. The, the, I, I bought from the kid. I didn't buy from the dealer. Right. Just like, yeah, I'm sure you like the furniture. You could have made a decision. You could have gone to another place. Oh, if yeah. she was not nice to you or didn't listen to you, you could have walked out and bought somewhere else. Yeah. No, she was good. And I think managers should understand that and reward their employees and stress it. I, I perform at a great resort. And they do everything right from top to bottom. And you can't find an employee to say something bad about the owner. It's family-owned. It's the number one family resort in the country. It's mm -hmm. Woodlock Pines. Oh, yeah, big one. You sure? Huge. Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. I mean, you know, growing up, I could never afford. We're doing an interesting charity with them. I'll tell you that later, but we're doing something different. I, Whatever. But anyway, they do things right mm -hmm. over there. They stress family. They Do you know to this day, they walk around every morning at breakfast and shake your hand and ask you how the show was last night? Really? Every table in that dining room. Every single table, the owners go up and ask, how's the show? Is there anything we could do for you? And people come back for 20 years. 20 years. Well, I, I have I have some friends and some clients who've been going there. It's like their annual vacation. Yeah. And it's it's been a tradition, a family tradition. Yeah. We're doing something really interesting with them because I've attained a level where I'm at now mm -hmm. I'm working with them. So this summer, I don't know what the dates are this summer or maybe it'd be this summer next time we should have rotated in and out, but I'll, usually I get a residency every couple of years where right. you're there once a week right. for the entire summer. Or they still find you or, funny. It, you know, they drink a lot. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I'm, we're donating the pay because okay. I want to bring a family up there that needs to experience this because I could never afford to go like that when I was a kid. Right. And with today's economy, it's very yeah, difficult. Yeah, Inflation's yeah. high. So I want to make sure whether it be a single parent, a single mom, a hardworking family, a veteran's family, or mm -hmm. whatever the case is. I love that. So each time they pay me, I'm, we're putting it into a side account. Mm -hmm. We're going to choose a family and let them get away oh, for the awesome. weekend or the week, depending on you know the prices and stuff like that. 
You're not half bad no. there, Baker. I'm half bad, just a good half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's, um, but I wanted to, at that resort for that reason because I believe it's not just to get away. I could do it to any resort, right? But I wanted at that resort because of the way they treat their people, right? You know, the way they stress it. See, yeah, I mean that, that that's the overall again. It's, it's not just you know customer service is one thing, but it's the customer experience. You know, and obviously, you know, Woodlock Pines and, and how they treat you, yeah. you know, people working there. Oh, yeah. You, know, you can't staff. find an employee. Yeah. Staff, it's everyone's like family. And it's the communication. They speak to you. If they if you didn't know they were the owners, right. you would think they were just your friends. Right. They're wonderful. Each and every single right. one of them. Right. They're just, and it's all from the top communications. Right. It's great. There's, listen, you know, I, not listening, talking over somebody, lecturing and, and, and so, so here's something. All right. Here's another one. Every so often, I'm not proud of it. If I get really my, you know, knickers in a knot, okay, I might let out an ex expletive. Now, I don't curse at the person. Right. I would never say you are a blank. Right. But I'm like, say this what is, the right. Say, this? this is bullshit. Right. Right. I say something like that. Right. You know how many times I get lectured? They go right to this script. Right. Excuse me, sir. You can't use that language here. I uh, will have to end the call. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not cursing at you. I wouldn't. Right. It's not right. I said, I'm, I'm frustrated. I said, come on, this is bullshit. Right. And they, they melt. Like, wait, okay. Uh, uh, They're triggered. Expletive. Right. Uh, what is it next? Okay. End call abruptly. You know, I'm like, and I, and I said, then I go into like, you know, training mode. I'm like, listen, if I'm coming to you and upset, obviously I'm upset. Instead of lecturing me, and why don't you listen? And find out why I'm upset and how do you rectify it? Because, you know, y you start to lecture. Uh, oh, God. But that comes from the top down. And it comes from, there's a, it's multifaceted. You have somebody on the phone listening to you going, I don't care. I get my X amount of dollars an hour and I don't really care. Yeah. And the company doesn't stress it. And the company is so afraid to fire somebody, <laughs> you know, nowadays yeah. because right. you got all this other garbage that right. they have to worry right, about. Right, 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 right. If I fire you and you maybe go into the corporate pot. It's one layer of crap over another, which is choking yeah. so many companies. Right. And again, I'm not putting you out of business by taking my business away from exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. it's still my dollar. Yeah. And it's still my heart rate. And you, it's still my aggravation. You, you get to speak with, what do we have? We have, you know, that's how you're going to, you know, vote. It's your dollar. It's w whatever it. it is. Like you said, they're not going out of business, but. Right. But you, you got a choice between Home, De Home Depot and Lowe's. Right. I go in Home Depot if I can't find somebody or I'm not spoken to. Well, I'm going to go to Lowe's. I'm probably not coming back to Home Depot. Right. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying that happened at Home Depot. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. But but you know, if, if there's competition, right, you'll go find somebody else. Right. If there's no competition, like the lighting company, I mean, I, you people who search on Google, you ever try like the, the social media companies are the worst oh. because you can't get anybody on the phone and right. you're getting a, a I, I can't tell you how many automated messages I get back. Not automated. It's actually someone answered the question, but they didn't answer the question. Right. And you, it's, are, are you listening to me? Are you, why don't you find somebody who's actually reading it? And then I get snarky too. Find someone to help you with the big words and answer the question right. that I asked. But it, you know what it is? It's, it's, they're incapable of a conversation. There's no more conversations. It, and, it, it, and it goes back to what you said, you know, they're not listening to understand. They're listening to reply. To reply. And I'll, I'll, I'll respectfully disagree. I don't know if they're, I think they're capable in a corporate setting. 
I just think that the corporations don't hold them accountable and they always, oh, you had a trigger word. And if I don't address it, mm. the company is now going to get in trouble. If I, right, right, I mean, right. you, you know this for a fact. You're in corporate. Yeah. I'm not in corporate, but I know many people who are. Sure. And, uh, you know, my wife's in corporate. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times in her, that I see in corporate, mm -hmm. they don't fire somebody. They don't even discipline them. They're afraid to. They move them. You know, they cover them. They give them a severance package. You always get rewarded for stupidity yeah. and not caring. It's got to come from the from the top down on how to care. Mm. And they, they need to hire customer service people that teach this, stress this, and they need to learn it. Because mm. a lot of people, they hire this college-educated guy just or girl just pushing a pencil, saying all the right words for for the paper we've got to come together and we have to uh get a team and we've got to really tackle this we got to throw this out on the back porch and see if anyone salutes they love all those <laughs> phrases and it accomplishes nothing <laughs> right, right accomplishes right, right. absolutely nothing yeah it's yeah, more yeah. like what exactly is it that you do well that's a good question what we do is we get the team together and we need to support <laughs> each other in a micro way to really jumpstart this project. And maybe you can help on We're going to look under the hood. You know, we're yeah, going to get into the details. Exactly. And we're going to get into the weeds. It means nothing. We're going to roll up our sleeves. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what all it is. And I'm sitting there going, geez, if, how do you... When I was a cop, right? If, could you imagine me talking like that to people? Baker, where'd the gunshots come from? Well, we're going to, Sarge, we're going to look into it. We're going to get under the hood on this. We're going to really get under the hood. Where the right. F did the gunshots come right, from? Right, 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 right. You know, I was he, first time on patrol, funny, funny story. I had a sergeant I hated. Right. Turned out to be a great guy. I was just a young idiot. Yeah. He was street smart. He was good. He was just, I have utmost respect for him now. Right. First day on patrol, when he's driving down, I go, I'm all angry. You know, I tell he didn't like me already. And I understand why. He had like 75 gun collars already. That's an arrest. Yeah. I don't know. So we, we stop. He stops the car. He goes, and he Baker, get out. I go, well, what do I do? He goes, you're a cop. Figure it out. And he drives away. And he's right. You know, I was a cop. I had to figure it out. I had to listen. I had to learn. He didn't put me in a bad situation. It was the middle of the day. I was yeah. walking a beat on a crowded right, street. Right, right. New York City. Yeah, yeah. If you can't handle that, yeah. you go turn your badge right. and gun in. Wrong job. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. But you know, uh, but he, I had to figure it out. It wasn't, I, I couldn't go to him with an excuse. And these corporations today, they don't, they don't hold their people accountable. They're afraid. They're afraid. And they don't yeah. teach customer service, man. They just don't do it. And to me, it's the most important thing of a company. It is the single most important thing. Listen, just, I, this is me. You, you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, and, and by the way, if you haven't seen Baker Live performing, uh, I'm, forget about, you know, customer service training using yeah. improv. From the comedy perspective, great entertainment, great show. How, how, can, how can people follow you? Uh, you can go to Baker and Mark. M-A-R-K, bakerandmark.com. Bakermark.com. Yeah, or the quickest thinkers in comedy.com. Right. That's what we're known Which as. Which is Mark, not you. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm not Girl, even, yeah. I'm even in comedy. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah, you're there. Just, okay. Great entertainment. Let me just say that. But, um, you know, I mean, you know what? If I wish, and, and that, that's why I have you on. I'll do anything I can to spread the awareness of how valuable improv can be. So let's let's end it with this. Three things. Somebody's listening. It's a small business owner. Okay, they you know they, they have limited resources. What is uh, uh, 
tip, a strategy that they could easily share with their, you know, their front desk people, the host, whatever it is in their small business to offer better customer service like that. Well, the first one we spoke about, to me, the most important thing, listening to understand, right. not just reply. Right. I, I've gone into uh, real estate companies. Yeah. And I use this example all the time. When you go to buy a house. Right. And the person comes into the real estate office and they say, okay, what are you looking for in house? Well, you know, schools are very important. I have three young children and I want the school districts to be good. And the person goes, okay, I understand. And then they come back with the taxes on this house are very low. It's right by the highways, easy commute. I want schools. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. To me, you just kind of lost me. And then each peg of that is then you're trying to show me the house. Oh, this way you can do great kitchen schools were the single most important thing I right. said. And you haven't even touched upon it. Right. Yet. You've already Cause this Number wall. one. But yeah, yeah, you're not listening yeah. to me. To me, if I'm a smart person, you're just trying to sell me the house. You're not trying to sell me what's best for me. You're right. not taking care of me, right. taking care of you. So that's one thing, listening to understand, not just reply. Yep. Second thing is how to de-escalate a situation. And the way you do that, in my opinion, I did mm -hmm. it as a cop, is by understanding, taking number one, listening to understand, not just reply, empathizing, sympathizing with the person and saying, I'm sorry you feel that way. Let's see what we yes! can do to fix this. Instead of all of a sudden, it's your fault. Right. I used to, I used to, when I was young, I had to, I, my ex-girlfriend had said this to me. I didn't understand it. She said, you don't apologize. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I, I apologize. So no, you say, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's not an apology. <laughs> That's putting an onus back on the other person that they're crazy right. for feeling that way. Right. And she was right. I had to learn that as a young man. I learned it as I got older. And you don't say to the customer, I'm sorry you feel that way. Say, I'm sorry this has happened to you. Let's see what we can do to fix it. Now, sometimes you can't fix it. Sometimes the customer is impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. But you don't know what that customer, it, it does, you're there for eight hours anyway. Right. Listen to the person. Right. And if it is something you can fix, it's not like a personal. Sir, ma'am, I'm sorry this has happened to you. You just kind of had a bad experience. Let's see what we can do to fix this. Yeah, don't throw it back on them. Throw it yeah. back on them that it's yeah. their fault. I hate that. I hate yeah. that. You That's know, a great right away, go, yo, I'm so, this guy, blah, 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 blah. Oh, don't curse at me. Yeah. Now you just made it personal. Thank You're not you. listening to the yeah. person. Yeah. Of course they're mad. How would you feel if you had to wait on the phone for 20 minutes and be redirected over so something? So listen to understand, de-escalate. Do you have a third? A third nugget? A third uh, pearl of wisdom? A third, smile. Smile. Yeah. When you first see somebody. Yeah, yeah. You can't smile as a cursing that you're getting mad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, how are you doing today, sir? Right. Just be, be real. That's, yeah. Be real. Make it personalized, not right. personal. Yeah. Make it personalized. There's something hu human it. about it. A, yeah. a genuine smile. Right. Genuine, it's hard to get mad at somebody who you think may be your friend or on your side. Right. You know? You know, just when I think the show is really heading to the toilet. I save you, it. You, you, I'm telling you. <laughs> I just, you, know. you really just revive it. You, you, you drop some good pearls of wisdom. Someone's got to save you from yourself, Tim. Uh, <laughs> listen, the ratings are tanking. I mean, what are we going to do here? we got to get it. some likes, That's some it. clicks, some bells. If you want, you know? I got a, I got a tank top on. I'll take it off and, you know, no, show the guns. I mean, it's, I, it's up I, to you. I, you know. It's, it's up to you. Sun's out, guns out. You know. I don't want to. I don't want. I'm not that desperate. All right. for, uh, But uh, if it sinks that low, you let me know. That's what I'm here for. Thank you for coming back, <laughs> as as always. Thank you for having me. Great stuff. Do I get another mug? No, that's that's yours. Just you got one? Okay. one. Yeah. This is good. Okay, don't drop it. If you break it, that's it. It's whiskey strong. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the Profit Express, and here I've been with uh, a fan favorite, Mr. Scott Baker, improv comedic genius of, it is what, uh, Baker and Mark? Yes. Quickest thinkers in comedy? Yes. 
And if, listen, if you ever seriously get a chance to see one of their performances, it's a great night out. Believe it or not, this guy's very funny, all jokes aside. We have a, for, for people who always want to ask when we leave New York, we are in Myrtle Beach March 12th. Ooh, March yeah, the comedy, right up. Yeah, Comedy Cabana. Nice, the Comedy Cabana. Comedy Cabana, and we're back in April in the Long Island area at uh, the Malloy. No, we're just at Malloy. Which is the one in Rockville Center? Malloy. Is that Malloy? Yeah. Oh, we're in Malloy. You should know these things. Yeah, I don't. I'm what, not... The chuckle patch you're at? Or... <laughs> no, we're at no. Malloy Performing <laughs> Arts Center. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Awesome, awesome. So, hey, listen, it is the intersection of improv comedy and how it can help bad customer service and turn into a wow experience. I had the man himself on. Improv is a great tool, not just customer service. It's a communication tool. I love it. I embrace it. Take a class, okay? See Scott Baker. He's awesome. And, hey, if you like what you see, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. And until next time, this is the Profit Express.